Hello, and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to episode one of episode fours of Best of 2019. <laughs> episode fours. Fours episodes of... Well, episode one of four is what I was trying to yeah, say, but no, I got I too got excited. You. It's okay. Because we're doing... There was so much good music this year, guys, that there's no way we that can, we could only talk yeah. about it once. Yeah. Because last year when we did our end of the year episode, we just did one episode where we had like nine categories and we picked our, counted down our top three and talked about our number one. And this year we were like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> no. We can only have nine, ca- like we need a whole month yeah. of end of the year of end of the year episodes. So it, that's what we're doing in today's part one. Today is part one. And a reminder that one of the parts is going to be about your favorite moments. Yes. Moment from 2019. Moment. Moment. <laughs> We've already gotten so many. They're so amazing. You guys are the best. I can't wait to read them. But if you would like to submit your favorite moment of 2019 for you, you can send us an email, amakpoppod at gmail.com. Uh, just pick one thing that you loved this year, whether it was discovering a new group, making a new K-pop friend, going to an event or a concert, learning a dance, like whatever it was that like you're always going to remember. Your K-pop highlight of 2019. Yeah, and we can't wait to read them. So please send those in. As If you're hearing this episode on the day it came out, send them in right now because you only have a few more days left. Yes, the deadline is December 7th. So it's amakpoppod at gmail.com with two Ps for pop pod. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, so today, to kick everything off... We thought we would start by talking about some of our favorite, just some, because this was very hard to do once again, some of our favorite B-sides from the year. And I just thought I'd take a moment in case anybody doesn't know. The reason that things are called B-sides is because when albums... Once upon a time. Once upon a time, they would print albums on vinyl on these big discs that you would big play circular in your object player. <laughs> But the single, the cool song you knew from the radio was on side A. But because it was art expensive to be like printing these things, mm-hmm. you want to get the most out of it. So they would print another song on side B. Yeah. So a B side is another song from the album that isn't the single that you know about. So just in case nobody knew where that like term came from, we like to be educational. Yeah. Before we had CDs, we had vinyl records, which had two sides. And like we're talking about CDs. <laughs> CDs like anybody has CDs anymore. Actually, I saw a funny tweet the other day that was like, wait, people help me. Like, do you not listen to your K-pop CDs? Because someone said like, if, uh, if they companies putting started up. putting blank CDs, how long would it take for them, for people to notice? And many people responded like, no, I listen to my CDs. But some people were like, well, I don't have a CD player. So it was kind of 50-50. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm of that. I'm in that group these days. My car, I bought a car in 2015 that did not Come with a CD player because mm-hmm. I guess they're over that. My and car has a CD player still. Yeah, and my I have a MacBook Air which doesn't have a CD thing. So yeah. 
Yeah, I'm out of that game too. The car is the only place I can listen to CDs. Well, I'm glad you can because it always makes, because that's how I got you into K-pop. I burned you shiny CDs. I know, CDs. and I still have those in my car. <laughs> Shannon would make me uh, shiny compilations with like a home printed picture of Mino on it <laughs> as a CD cover. <laughs> I also made, I also I'm made gonna you. I'm going to take a picture of those. I still have them. They're I also made right you now. one before the A-Pink concert. I made you like yep. an A-Pink best of to be like you have to you're I'm dragging you to this concert so like. yeah you made me a best of and you burned me a copy of pink memory oh that's nice of me <laughs> it was nice of you and I still have those today. that's really great I'm glad that you have them okay all that to say we tried to pick some favorite b-sides and it was hard and I still feel like I, <laughs> I literally texted you like did you really pick five are you sure you picked five you want to make it seven? Uh, <laughs> and I said, no, Shannon, I struggled to narrow it down. So I decided to struggle <laughs> too. And I think I'm okay with my choices. And I think we're going to maybe be able to like make up some with our, with our other episodes. We might be able to like win some of this back, you know, like get, get it all out there. Because again, there was too much good music this year. Yeah. There really was quite, oh. a, quite a surplus. All right. So we should just get into it. Shall we? We shall. Um, yours are in no particular order. True. Is that correct? I just, yeah, they were in a, I just need to pick order. Fair enough. I ranked mine. Okay. So do you want to hit us first with okay. your number five? I'll go first with <laughs> my number five. My number five favorite B-side of this year was from Super Junior's album Time Slip, and it is called Heads Up. So this song, uh, like I said, was on the album Time Slip, which came out on October 14th. This was the ninth studio album uh, for Super Junior and their first since they all have been released from the military. Um, yes. And I, I really liked this album overall, but I picked this as my favorite B-side because it is simply groovy. Like, I just love the the instrumentation is simple um, and the lyrics are sexual. Sexual. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Just a few, a few highlights. Please. Why is it melting like cream in my mouth? Ooh. I'm already to the brim and overflowing. Yikes. In the enduring darkness, our senses are heightened. What we want is obvious. Bring me to my knees. Oh my <laughs> word. Super junior. <laughs> Dirty. Super junior. Dirty men. But they're men. So I like it when they sing to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's number five. That's great. I love that. <laughs> um, again, mine were in no particular order, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go alphabetical order by group <laughs> just to try to make it fair. So my first B-side is from CLC's album number one, and the song is called Breakdown. Um, I loved this one. I just feel like the vibe of it is so... It's just got a very, like, unique, like, 
chill kind of cool vibe um, but the song is about like that moment where you were like maybe starting a relationship with somebody but then you see what kind of person they actually are and the whole thing kind of breaks down Ooh. like that's why it's called breakdown but then they say at the end of the chorus like but it's like nothing happened and this is a beautiful night like you're better off without this person and like Wow. That's like, a very mature topic. Yes. And I was going to say, like, just listening to it, it sounds like a much more mature direction. For it CLC. was on the album with No on it. Mm. And No was about, like, I don't care about your beauty standards. Yeah. And, like, so I think there was a kind of, like, yes, mature ladies. power, like, you know, taking control Coming of your own. your own. Yes. Yeah. And this song was just, like, another extension of that. Uh, and I really, I've listened to this to death this year, so. Amazing. Good choice. CLC. All right. My, because I ranked them, my number four <laughs> pick was Mamamoo, Where Are You? This song was on their album called White Wind, which came out on March 14th. It's their ninth EP, and it was the final uh, piece of their Four Seasons, Four Colors project, in which each album, they released four albums in a row that all were like themed on one color and focused on one, both season and one member. And so the White Wind album was for Winter, and it was Wean's album. Right. So, which means that Wean has a solo song on it. Um, I really like all, I always love Mamamoo. I think that in general, their albums are very consistent for me. Um, And I had a really hard time like picking just one B-side off of this album. Um, But I ended up choosing Where Are You because I thought that it was simple. And like, I really love the instrumentation of this song. Um, And it ultimately is kind of like a simple track and just really highlights and relies on what great singers Mama Moo is or are. Um, And I just, that's what my favorite thing about them is their their incredible voices. Um, The lyrics of this song are just sort of like, where are you, my dream man? Which is just like, (laughs) ha, relatable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just love this song. It gets stuck in my head all the time. Um, This whole project, the four seasons, four colors thing, I thought was really cool. And they, and I really liked all four of the albums. Yeah. Um, But this was the only one that came out this year. (laughs) So (laughs) that's why I considered it. Love it. Okay. Uh, I said alphabetical order. So my (laughs) next one is G friend, our secret. Uh, so this was on G Friend's second full album, which was called Time For Us. And it came out uh, back in January or February. This like this song has been part of my year all year. Um <laughs> This is like, I think this, the reason that this had to be like an entry is because you all know that I, not secretly, but I love Uh, Bubblegum Girl Group. Unabashedly. (laughs) We just don't talk about it much here on the show because it's not like a shared interest. (laughs) But uh, I love this song because it has, it just like has that element that like I can never put my finger on of like, 
that perfect cheesy girl groupy music but it's like but it's fun and I like love the the whistly instrumentation it's like very interesting and I also just think like Yuju and Sinbi have like such interesting voice I just really like their voices um so I honestly loved this whole album and just had to pick one song uh so I picked our secret because I just decided it was the funnest great so that's all my number three pick, since I ranked them, uh, my number three pick is Kunakun. What do you think? As time goes by. Love you more and more, Kuna Kun. This song came out on uh, Lonely Night, which was released on January 7th. It was their third single EP, um, meaning that it was released as like technically a single, but it had three tracks on it. This is the first release of theirs uh, that had new member Dongwon and their new agency. Um, and I love Lonely Night, and I yes. think that the um, the other song on that little mini which whose the track the title of it escapes me at the moment but it's a solid ep all around like these three tracks are are all very good and i i chose this one in particular because it's an emotional ballad um and it is just so so pretty they are just mm-hmm. such pretty singers even the ones that have the really low register um, I think that their voices mix really well together and there's a lot of really beautiful harmonies in this song mm-hmm. um the lyrics are just sort of like I love you I hope that you love me uh, kind of idea and the pre-chorus just like makes me emotional and it's so it's just uh, I just like want to listen to it on a rainy day under a blanket and I have just so so loved falling for Kunakun this year it's been like a real highlight for of mine for sure Um, and I can't wait to see what they what they continue to do yay okay (laughs) Um, all right Alphabetical order. So <laughs> my next song is uh, Got Seven. So this song was on God Seven's album Spinning Top Between Security and Insecurity. Uh, that was the one where Eclipse was the mm. title track. Um, this song was written by Yugyum, lyrics and song, uh, and it's a breakup song. Kut means the end. It's done. Um, and so, if we were to look it up, how would we? Spell oh, I it? think people do write it as the end. Like you oh, can okay. find it under the title the end, but like. It's on the, it's on my phone and on everything, like just listed as good. Mm. So, but the, I think the end will, got the end will work as well. Okay. Um, I love this song. It's so vibey and it's like really, really pretty. And I feel like it like moves through a lot of like, it just like has a lot of like movements, but it still stays in this kind of like, low place and I think one of the things I love the most about it is that Mark and Jackson sing a lot on it mm. and I think they have like very interesting voices and like hearing I love them when like Mark sings yeah the, a lot of that clip I just played was Mark 
like singing. Um, it's a dangerous so, one <laughs> so that was like a thing that I liked about it a lot. Like it's you can definitely like feel the emotion in it. It's like one of those like sad breakup songs like the chorus ends with like and you'll go someplace warmer where I'm not there like <sighs> oh man what happened to you I don't year? know <laughs> <laughs> but he's he was feeling it whatever it was he, he had was a rough time going through it <laughs> uh yeah so that's the end my god seven I love it good suggestion good recommendation uh my number two pick uh is for wavy face to face Woo vocals. Uh, yes, that song is, uh, well, so that song was off of Take Over the Moon, uh, which came out on October 29th. It was their second EP, and that is a vocal unit song. Ah. So on Take Over the Moon, they had two tracks that were that sort of split up the group because Wavy is a seven member group and they have three vocalists and four rappers. Um, and so this song, Face to Face, is the, the vocalist track which features Kun, Ten, and Xiaojun. Um, and before you at me, yes, I know it's in Mandarin, but Wavy is a K-pop group because they're under SM and they make K-pop even though they promote in China. Yeah. They don't make C-pop. Um, anyway, I love this song for a variety of reasons. Um, of course, I love Wavy, as you all already know. Um, but this song, like the first time I heard it, it it made me immediately emotional just mm -hmm. because it's so it's so beautiful. Like the three of them are incredible vocalists, and they but they don't over sing in this song in the sense that like this song is not about belting and hitting a high range and like you know showing show off, off yeah song, it's yeah. not showing extravagant vocals the song is about the emotion behind it and when i listened to it without listening to the, without looking up the lyrics or anything to me it just seemed like an incredibly comforting song of someone sort of like noticing that you were down and taking your hand in that moment and like saying that they would be there for you and it like it honestly brought me to tears the first mm -hmm. time i heard it and like I don't know. I'm just a sap, but whatever it did. Um, and then I, I looked up the lyrics and my mama senses were right. Cause they really are my children. Um, and that's exactly what the song is about. It's about comforting someone who says that they're fine. Um, but isn't the lyrics are just sort of like, you know, stepping a little closer, listening more attentively. I won't let you quietly smooth out your scars by yourself. And it's just, it's just beautiful. And I, I just, I want to cry just listening oh, to it. Oh, that's really nice. That one's really, really pretty. Really, really pretty. I love Wavy. Oh, I know. I know you <laughs> love Wavy. We need oh. a moment. Okay, your turn. Okay. <laughs> Please excuse me. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess I'll take, I'll have to take a moment too because my next choice is Monsta X, you are. <laughs> so this is off their most recent album, Follow. The song was written by 
bane of my existence <laughs> in Chunkyun. I can't believe he was capable of this, <laughs> except that I knew that he was all along. But like, this is like shirt rippy in the rain R and B that yeah. like I live for. There's like a heart wrenching yes like, in the vocals. Yes. It's like, and the song is like very sexy and like very angsty. Mm -hmm. It like seems to be like the vibe I'm getting seems to be like, yeah, we like want to fuck, but like we're maybe broken up or like something, like something about the relationship is like wrong, mm. but everybody in it like still maybe wants fuck, like one, one night, but like, well, if we have this one night, then we'll have to forget everything else that's happening. And like, Ooh, I don't know, mm. but it's like, Oh, I just, the, the but ugh. I'm just so horny. Yes. <laughs> but like Wano and Shonu's like vocals in the chorus are just like so nuts. And then like, there's all these like little, like Hyungwon lines that are like, huh? And like, I don't know, it's just like every element of the song is perfect and it's my favorite song on the album and it's like, oh, it's so good. And again, I'm so pissed that this comeback was ruined because like, God, this album was good and this was my favorite track on it. So you wow. are Monster X. Good wreck. Thank you. Monster <laughs> X wrecking us all. Always. <sighs> well, speaking of sexy tracks. <laughs> My number one track, my number one B-side of this year had to be number one because it came out in January and I still to this day listen to it all the time. And I'm like, this song fucking rules. Yeah, that's a real sign of a song that you like where if you're not tired of it 11 months later. I could literally listen to the song every day right. and never get tired of it. <laughs> and it is Astro's role play. I'm obsessed with the guitar in that song. Yes. I'm obsessed with it. This song came out on their uh, debut studio album, meaning, not debut, first, first studio, studio album, uh, All Light, which was released on January 16th. Um, and that is the album they were promoting when we got to see them yes. live. And I was utterly heartbroken that they didn't perform this song, but I guess it's just like too sexy to do in person. Probably. Um, to be honest, the lyrics of this song are kind of all over the place. Like, it doesn't really make sense, but it's, I guess in a sense like I would like to be in a relationship with you but I don't know anything about love or being in a relationship but maybe we can just pretend like role play with me um, but obviously role play is like also a sexy thing um, and this song is so sexy like everything about the vibe of it is just like gorgeous um, like I said I'm obsessed with the guitar in it I love the vocals um that line of like love is a lie is just so dramatic. It makes me laugh, but I love it. Um, and there was something else I wanted to say about this song. And let me think if I can remember what it was. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> um, I guess I, I mean, Astro is also a group that I like fell into this year as well. Um, maybe toward the tail end of last year's when I got into them. Um, but yeah, this song, like it came out at the beginning of the year and I just like really don't get tired of it. This whole album I still think is very good. Um, and this song really just like consistently is, 
is fantastic to me. I just absolutely love it. And that whole like flamenco breakdown. Yes, in it's it, so wacky and good. I, yeah, I like didn't expect it. And like when the song first started, I was like, oh, I like this guitar. And then they take a whole bridge to just like savor the guitar. Uh-huh. And I was like, yes, I love Astro. Fuck yeah, Astro. <laughs> yeah, that's a 2019 highlight. Astro yeah. being part of our more part of our year because last summer was when we first got like tuned into Astro. But because yes. they had this comeback so early in the year, yeah, we, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, this I think is a perfect example of how Arrojas have been having a much wilder time than we knew. Than we thought, yeah. Because Astro gets sexy, and I did not expect that from them. True. The boys and the bottles in the sand. Those boys? They want to role play? How in d- their lace shirts? How d- how dare you? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a great one. I'm really glad you picked that one because, like, I would have <laughs> if I hadn't struggled over the ones I did pick. Okay, now I'm feeling guilty that I went in alphabetical order because now I feel like I'm going to end this on a bummer note and oh, I didn't no. mean to. Well, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> It's too late now. It's too late now. (laughs) We still have our random game to pull it up for us. We'll see what happens. Okay. So my get like the saddest valley. Probably. (laughs) Lay it on us, Shannon. What's your last pick? My last pick is Taeon Blue. So this song was on Taeyeon's single that came out in April called Four Seasons. Uh, Four Seasons was the title track and then this was like the actual B-side because mm-hmm. it was just a single. Um, uh, <laughs> so a lot of people, there's no confirmation of this, but a lot of people interpret this song to be about Jonghyun mm-hmm. uh, because the lyrics are, uh, you know, I call, I call your name and no one answers. And my days still look the same, like, but you're not in them. And like, you're always my blue and love. The word love is the love, the word that most resembles you. And it's just like this very, it's definitely like a song about like longing for somebody that is not around anymore. Like that's very apparent. Um, And there's a lot of emotion in it. And I, but I love, it's just like so beautiful. And it sounds like it might, like it's eventually gonna like go somewhere big, Mm -hmm. but it never does. It just like, stays low there um and she did like a very very beautiful performance of it uh when at one of her concerts this year and I just I love my Taeyeon and uh I really 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 loved this song uh and I just wanted in my picks I wanted to like cover all of my like k-pop bases like I got my sexy love jams I got my bubblegum girl music and I also spend a lot of time (laughs) listening to like Tragic ballads. I like that part too. Yeah. Um, so I had to I had to go with this one. It was it was a tough choice, but it's the choice that I made. <laughs> it's a good choice. Okay. It's a it's a beautiful song. Um and Taeon is an excellent singer-songwriter um who puts a lot of beautiful emotion into her music. For true. So those were the 10 B sides that we like rallied together to get <laughs> that we uh you know sweated over <laughs> truly choosing. i literally i made i had such a long list and at a certain point i was just staring at my list with my head in my hands like how 
can I choose? It was a Sophie's choice, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, and my I was so upset because when we did this last year, I said to myself, like, next year, I'm going to keep track of the B-sides I like <laughs> so that this will be easier. So all year long, every time there was a B-side, I would just chuck it over into a playlist that I didn't look into, like, oh, go save it for the B-list playlist. We were like, okay, open it up. Time to do the episodes. This can be easy. Pick five. Open the Spotify. 40 songs. <laughs> and I was like, what have I done? <laughs> oh, God. There was too uh, much music this year. There was just was too much music so this much year. So much music this year. <sighs> but we did it. We tried. We got a list, at least a little chunk. And we hope that you guys enjoyed some of those songs. Hope like you hadn't heard some of them before and that you've heard them. Because that's the beauty of a B-side. Mm-hmm. Is that like... You have to go looking for them. You have to listen to an album in entirety to like. Yeah, they're not promoted. Um, Usually they're not promoted. And um, I feel like I specifically tried to choose songs because, you know, a lot of times artists will promote a title track and a second song off the album. So I specifically tried to look for songs that like weren't that second track, even though that could technically be considered a B-side as well, Um, just to try and throw in things that like maybe you haven't heard. Um, but yeah, we hope that you enjoyed these and that it had a little bit of variety. Like, I know I tried to be like, let's try to pick, you know, not Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really hard, okay? <laughs> we made sacrifices. It was really hard to do. <laughs> uh, All of my favorites came out with really good music this year. I know. Oh, so these next couple of episodes are also going to be full of this I'm much like, woe. I'm kind of drown- dr- drowning. I'm kind of dreading them. Right. Because, I, yeah, how do we pick? How do we pick? I don't know. That's for us to figure out and another time. And for you time. to find out. <laughs> and we'll be right back with our random game. All right, we're back. And, and the random game is being creepy as fuck. <laughs> like, this is the creepiest it's ever been. Yeah, be- ever. Because it picked Taeon. Yeah. Which was like the last, I just did. It's I legitimately just did listening to us. <laughs> Big brother. But I don't know how it's listening to us. There's too many steps. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Anyway. It has a mind of its own. It does. Do, so. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so Dayana's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared now. It's dark in the studio. We're all alone. I know. We're going to leave it. It's nighttime. <laughs> uh. Taeon, we've talked about her so many times in so many different capacities because she's a person that I love a lot. And she's also the leader of one of the biggest girl groups of all time. Like, yeah, we've talked about her a bunch. If you want to know a little bit more about Taeon, because what we're saying right now is that we're just going to give a super brief overview, unlike we usually do in our random game group, because we've talked about her before. So go back, listen to Girls Generation Deep Dive if you want to know more about her in that capacity. We also in our solo artist the breakout solo artist episode Uh, we talked about her as well as uh, part of a list of other group like different idols from groups who then later went on to debut as soloists so hit hit us with the basic facts Taeyeon she debuted as a solo artist (laughs) debuted as a solo artist in 2015 after debuting in her group back in t- 2007, she has sold 650,000 albums in Korea as of September of this year, making her the highest-selling female solo artist in the country. 
Um, she's very, very, very popular. She's put out 32 singles in total Damn. and has filmed 18 music videos by herself. Sounds crazy. Two full studio albums, which I said a couple weeks ago when I recommended her new one. She makes huge albums when she makes albums. Yeah, they have like 14 tracks on them at least. Yeah, like big albums. They're huge. She's also done Christmas albums. She's like, she's a beloved voice. She makes like ballads with the like emotion that people want out of them. Um, like, and yeah. she's literally always making music. Literally always. Um, so I mean, yeah, it's Taeon. What, what else <laughs> am I, what else am I supposed to say? You know? Um, so we looked up her popular music videos and her debut music video, which is the song I featuring rapper verbal gent is still her most popular music video with 182 million views. Her wow. next video, just for reference has 60 million views. So very, very many times this video has been viewed. So I guess we just got to watch it, right? Yeah, here we go. Okay. Here comes Taeon. I, Sweeping drone shots. Oh, Portland. Oh, she's a waitress. Oh. Just a normal girl. Working hard in Portland, <laughs> Oregon. Oh, now she's in a beautiful field. Running from the drones. <laughs> she's pretty soft blonde hair. She's just looking prettily in a meadow. Yeah, with like expensive ass drone shots. And there's Verbal Gent <laughs> in a completely different country, I'm sure, filming this. Here's your iced tea, sir. Here's your salad. I'm just a normal gal. <laughs> They're projecting like videos of like flowers. Oh no, the boss is yelling at Taeon for Don't sitting. take a break! If you have time to lean, you have time to clean. <gasps> Sheeps! Oh, she's wearing such cozy, like, yeah. a long, like, long cardigans and, like, capey card. I love yeah, that. Yeah, and, like, cozy thick, look. Thick knit sweaters. <laughs> Feather earrings. Okay, now she's just being a normal girl in her apartment. Oh, her neck hurts from waiting tables. Waiting tables is hard it work. Is, it does hurt. Oh, she fell asleep in the stairs. Girl, go to bed. I think she was just closing her eyes. Oh, okay. I think she was just blinking. <laughs> it was in slow-mo. It looked like she was like, oh, sleep here in the stairs. <laughs> just then when her eyes were closed, she looked like Moonbyal. Yeah, she really did. <laughs> they have Maybe similar profiles. It must profiles. be the angle, yeah. yeah. It's funny because, like, her scenes are all, like, her just being a normal gal in Portland, like, waiting tables and chilling in a meadow. And then Verbal Gint is in, like, a dark warehouse <laughs> with, like, projections over him. <laughs> oh, this butterfly. It's gonna set it's, her free. It came to the Portland pub house that she works at. I wonder where these uh, big landscape shots are, are filmed. Is They're that what Oregon lovely. looks like? Maybe. I've never been there. Me either. But I wouldn't be surprised. I guess, but that's almost like Oh, she's busting dude. in here. 
She's gonna tell this she's manager gonna quit. to fuck off. God, I can't. I'm done. I'm done. Mm-mm. And, and I'm, I'm taking your, your keys. <laughs> <laughs> wow, all the people in the bar are shocked. <laughs> I feel like that. Oh, I guess Oregon could look like that. I keep thinking it's Scotland. It does look like the way, but I feel like ocean and co- like cliffs. It could very that's well be true. like the that's same. That's true. If anyone here is from Oregon, please let, let us, us know, know about your cliff situation. <laughs> please send us an assessment <laughs> of your cliff situation. <laughs> also, like you can't just take the boss's car. I get that you quit, but <laughs> now you're committing like felonies and you're gonna get in really big trouble. But hey, the wheel on that car is on the other side. Maybe they did film this part in Ireland. I said Scotland or Scotland. But, yeah. The UK. No, no. Do they drive the cars? I don't know what countries they drive the cars on the other side. Of the uh, road. I think everywhere in the UK they drive on the opposite okay. side of the road. But they drive on the same side as us in Korea, don't they? Yes. But yeah, see the like wheels on. Oh, that. you're right. It's on the wrong side. And it has like European plates. Interesting. Mm. Ooh, that's a look. Look at that black hat. That big plaid. <laughs> So she took her boss's keys and she drove all the way from Oregon to Scotland. She drove around in the ocean. She drove all the way around South America, back up. I mean, it is, it's like, it makes for, the scenery does make a very lovely video. Like... Gorgeous. Oh, there's oh, she's two meeting tails. I didn't see that coming. One of them is soft and cozy, and the other one is wearing a leather jacket. Aye, 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 aye. aye. It, it really is her, like, meeting herself. Taking time off to get to know you. Wow. So deep. Love it. <laughs> I love my vocal queen. <laughs> I really do love her. Um, that's really funny that that's who we got. Um, well, normally this is recommendation time, but I feel like I just gave you five of them, honestly, unless you have something that you want to recommend. Uh, I did, actually, only in the sense that I utterly, I was, like, so torn in choosing my mama movie side. Oh, yeah. That even, like, when we walked into the studio today, I was like, I don't know if that's, I can't decide. I don't know if I made the right choice. So I recommend My Star, uh, which is also off of White Wind, um, and it was the other mama movie side that I I maybe was going to to put in my top five, and then I chose Where Are You Any- instead. Um, I also, as we were listening to Taeon, remembered the thing about Astro that I was going oh, yeah? to say, which is is you know that I love that song because I don't even care that the English in it is really bad. Because the English in it is really bad. They say, like, more better many times, which is Uh. not grammatically correct. And they say, like, I don't remember the exact line, but there's a lot of gibberish in it. Um, And it doesn't fucking bother me at all. Wow. Okay, because, okay, that that gives me something I can recommend without dipping into my, like, other B-sides that I might try to save for another <laughs> list. Another GOT7, like, my two favorite GOT7 B-sides, I went with the end, 
but the other one that I was strongly considering is called Paige. Okay. And I also like that one because of Jack because of Jackson singing in it. There's a chorus where Jackson goes, I think I love you. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. That's that song. how the chorus starts. I love that song. Love it. <laughs> love it. That is a perfect use of his weird growly voice. Like that's what you should do with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So there's my extra, one extra God Seven song. Nice. Paige. Love it. Love it. Um, okay. That's, That's it. it. We'll be back next week with more fun end of the year celebrations. And if you uh, you still have time to send us your favorite 2019 memory, amakpoppod at gmail.com. If you want to email us for any other reason, you can also do that. Uh, um, at amakpoppod on Twitter, Instagram. Ask me about Kpop on Amino. We'll be doing another chat soon. So make sure you're part of our community. And, and uh, uh, please remember to send in your K-pop highlight by December 7th. Correct. I love that. I love a good deadline. All right. Very excited to hear from you. Very excited to keep wrapping up this year of too much music with y'all. So <laughs> we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Chongyun, you're our inspiration. But as far as like, it's not research heavy. Right. The only research is, does my heart feel warm about it? Yes. Does this spark joy? Yes. Yes. (laughs) But my Marie Kondo pile is way too big. I know. I can't Marie Kondo my K-pop.